Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Right Warshaw Brother George Mudry. Warshaw Brother Josie. I'm going to start hey, doing the Isaac. Come. I'm going to start doing the Isaac from the Love Boat. You cut off Ken. I'm sorry, Ken. That's my fault. That's okay. I got excited. <laughs> but anyway, we're here. Uh, we got Papa George. He's wearing the, the Ken wig. He's a Tory. He's a Tory. A Crandy Tory. And uh, we got some people watching here. Danny Collins, speak of Tories. Oh, uh, Danny, Danny Collins. Collins uh, Clay Jenkins, what's going on? Uh, Spencer Miller. Okay, that was Clay Jenkins, the guy from American Idol? Clay Jenkins. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Frank John Sephora. Good afternoon, brethren. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. As I said, we had a little bit of a... We had a, a, a Facebook had an argument with Google. Apparently... Facebook doesn't allow Google Chrome anymore, so it wouldn't allow me to access my camera. It made me update to beta, and beta is not for anything other than Mac iOS. Oh. So, Zuckerberg, Sergey, apparently, are uh, scrapping right now. Uh, whatever. Two nerds fighting in a parking lot. We covered bathroom humor and how this FX is perfect for it. Um. We covered the the crawler incident, the 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 chocolate crawler incident at my former employer <laughs> that had the that dovetailed nicely with bathroom humor, right? And uh, that's pretty much it. That's all I got right yeah. now. That's pretty much where we're at. Finally got Facebook working, so we're good to go. Uh, and we have a mystery topic we a mystery tonight. Topic. We, even I don't know what it I'm is yet. Drop it on you. You're gonna drop it like it's hot, like right it. now, something like that. Nope, not yet. We got a couple things to do first, and they are likes. Let's see where we left off. You like us. You really like us. Ah, uh, let's see here. T.J. Elgin. Oh Ray, yeah, T.J. Uh, uh, T.J. Elgin. Yeah, Wolfie. we know him. He's known as Wolfie. Ah, no, yeah. no lie. He legit looks like Eddie Munster's stuffed oh, yeah. animal Wolfie. Like, like totally. He's like Teen Wolf, man. It's awesome. <laughs> Randall S. Woods, John Nordahl, Simon Bennett. Uh, we've already covered that, but it's all right. Uh, Roberto Regalado Jr. Me, Jeremy Ryder. I might be overlapping, but that's fine. Zach Sloan, Brand Flakes. <laughs> Anthony, yeah, that's what it says. Brand cool. Flakes. The sailor says Brand Flakes. Anthony Devine, Rich Lechnecker. Uh, if I butcher it, again, par for the course. Franklin Gallup, Nick Valinsky, Perry Mason Harris Jr. Anthony Hawkins. Awesome middle name. So, 
So oh, we got. See, I thought it. Okay, so Perry Mason Harris Jr. That's his name. Yes. Okay, I got excited. Thought it was Perry Mason. Yes. So let's toast him. Let's toast him. Uh, let's let Kenny lead it. Kenny, lead the toast. You want me to lead it from yeah, afar? From over afar. Very well, brethren. Mm-hmm. Right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva! 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 How did he lead it? And he still had sort of taking taking up the freaking uh, taking up the rear. That's nice. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have other one other thing here that I got to give a shout out to. Oh, oh, oh! I like when we get gifts. Package for uh, Morningstar. This is Try one. Ryan Carp. Seriously, Ooh, Ryan. This is from Ryan Carp, and it's a uh, brother up north. And he writes wrote a nice little letter. Oh wow! To go along with it. Dear right worshipful brother uh, Mudry, I am sorry if my salutation is off, wrong, or not needed. I'm still very new, and you got a different answer depending on who you ask in Lodge. From listening to the podcast, I am sure you won't mind either way. I am still in the beginning of the podcast. Oh, good luck. <laughs> oh, boy, and he's still with us. Good so when you bust the newbie's balls, let me know what episode so I can tune in. LOL. So in the box, you will find a piece of sulfur for your chamber of reflection. It is not a lot, but I have zero, we have zero, whatever, use for it, blankety. Uh, And if I can help a fellow brother out, so be it. What you will also find is two kind of commemorative 3D printed coins I designed and printed for my brother, for my two other brothers that were raised with me. They are pretty specific to us, but I'd like to share with, uh, with share two with you. They read Mount Vernon Lodge number three, F and AM, Albany, New York. On the inside left is an MM, and inside right is the date we were raised, 3-4-19. The square and compass is set on the MM degree, and it says, albeit crookedly. I carry one in my pocket every day helps me center myself at times will keep up the great work and i love the show best regards and fraternally yours brother ryan carp hey brother ryan hey very nice brother ryan and uh i wonder if brother ryan meets at the um masonic building in downtown albany that i visited not uh long ago Uh, oh wow little small piece of sulfur joe could you hold this in your hand cool Got a big old whip. So I uh, was giving it to well, Joe. At least now we have a nice piece of sulfur to replace the, the sulfur smell that usually emanates from your secretary's desk. That's because I stick it, stick my, my rectum over by the door and go. Anyway, and these are coins. These are the little coins. Check them out. And we will definitely keep these up here with the podcast. And I want to thank Brother Ryan Cart uh, for tuning in and sending his lovely gifts. So, Brother Joe. Very cool. Would you like to toast them? Right hand to arms. Two arms. Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire can fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Viva, viva, viva. All right, one last thing. Uh, tune over 
uh, next week, I think. Actually, maybe this week. Uh, but Leeds Light interviewed me and Mr. Joe. I tried getting Ken in, but he was... Uh, you got a new addition to your family, correct, Ken? He was playing. Uh, Never mind. <laughs> we got, got a new a cat kitten in the household, and it was uh, utter chaos. That was the day that we got the kitten. So, yeah, it was a little bit loud in the household and couldn't join in, unfortunately. My great regret. But uh, we mean, uh, Porsche Road Brother Joe joined Leeds Light, and we were over getting interviewed by them on their podcast. And uh, it, was a, it was a good time. They, uh, I think... We only recorded for about an hour, but I believe I well Joe had to cut out because you had a yeah third, I had a third district. Um, you talked to him forever though. I talked to him until almost eleven o'clock at night, and uh, we went over just about everything. Let's see here. Oh God, they did request. They wanted Puppet George. They he was uh, uh-huh. Puppet George. a big fan, and he had to make an appearance. Yeah, uh, Papa George said that Benjamin Blumenthal, George's reading or the stream? <laughs> because it was delayed. Yeah, I get it. All right. Uh, again, I'm reading somebody else's handwriting, so I'm doing my best there. I'm not, uh, I didn't make fun of you. For the record, no, I, I didn't make fun of you. But our, our Discord people are bashing Well, us. that's what they do. But uh, I just want to tell a quick story about, a, about a, a very nicely done shot that I placed in the Discord feed. Oh. And uh, our brother, Danny Collins, who is... Uh, from South uh, London, I almost said England. South London, and um, oh, I thought he was from Manchester. No, he's not from Manchester. He's from London. Okay, he's from uh, my, my apologies. South London is what he said, and it, he had made a comment when I said, "Oh yeah, I recorded with Leeds Light," and uh, Leeds is a city in the northern part of England, and he said, uh, "Terrible accent, huh?" And I said. Uh, and this is all in Discord, and I responded with, no, they sounded just like you. And yeah. then right below that, it said, Danny Collins is typing, and I just wrote three. Two, <laughs> yes, one. I saw that. <laughs> and he and it, and it had its desired impact. Yeah, I, I landed a home run with that joke. Yeah, but you did. You certainly did. <laughs> if you want to see these types of conversations and ball busting that goes on, Joe, tell them how you do it. So for as little as $3 a month, you can join the Freemasons podcast on Patreon. And for that $3 a month... You will receive exclusive access to Discord, which includes a chat room, a free chat, which is done by uh, like the old-fashioned party lines back in the day, and there's also a video chat function that we will be uh, utilizing. You'll also get yourself a very nice gold tone, the Freemasons podcast lapel pin, Mm -hmm. as well as some Patreon-exclusive episodes, including my favorite, the Santa Sabotage. And again, for as little as $3 a month. So, a uh, couple things I just want to add to that. Uh, the, co- the, the pins will be going out uh, this weekend. Uh, as soon as I, maybe sometime this week, I'm going to be sending them out. Um, good luck getting stamps. <laughs> um, I have to get them from Walmart. I haven't gone there yet. But I will get stamps and I will be sending them out. Uh, secondly, we actually have a new little... Uh, I would say an inner group to Discord, and they are called the Gang Green. Oh yeah, and they are the they are the ball busters of the group, and they have now. I guess I told them right up their own bylaws, but <laughs> in order to get in, there's five. Oh, uh, here, and go ahead. I know what's coming next. What? Where are the bylaws going to be on George? <laughs> a pamphlet. Actually, a pamphlet. Uh, Worship Brother Greg. You also get the rules pamphlet. There, see, there it is. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. 
But uh, one thing about this gangrene, unlike the ones, uh, the New York Jets version, this gangrene actually wins every once in a while. So good for them, man. Good for our Discord boys. <laughs> so uh, if you're interested in that, you can hop on the Discord. You can become a Patreon supporter and you get yourself into Discord. And they are, we have a lot of fun. Uh, what color do people start at? Like is so there an entry level? So when you come like, in, you're white. And then okay. once somebody else comes in behind you, you move to purple. And okay. then if you're if and I, I don't know who decided that they are uh um the lead of the gang green, but I think it's Danny Collins and they have a vote as to who gets the green tag. Yeah. <laughs> Did uh Brother Ben Blumenthal get the green tag yet, or is he still know. purple? <laughs> I think he's still purple. Last I saw, he was purple, but pushing for green, and then oh really? I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen any updates. But we had a nice uh, audio because again, in free chat, you can you can talk. We actually you know yeah verbally yeah, yeah. talk with each other, not text messages. Right. We actually talk, and we went pretty. We went almost all all morning on uh, Friday or Thursday. Thursday or Friday, we did. It was a rather unproductive uh, Friday morning. For yeah. Me. It was Friday morning, right? So, yeah. All right, so let's. Uh, are we ready for this mystery topic? Mystery. And the topic that I came up with or thought of is music in Lodge. Oh, this is a good one. You're welcome. You're All right. welcome. Well, define music, like just like the organ. The organ music or any type of music that is going to be used to better enhance the, enhance the candidate's initiatic experience. So just a quick question. So we're a, a male fraternity mm -hmm. and you're looking to enhance it. So would that be a male enhancement? I think it would, by definition. <laughs> Remember that? Bob? Meet Bob. He always had a smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> the Enzyme commercial. <laughs> no, but seriously, let's talk about the lodge and the Masonic thing. In a, excuse me, music in a Masonic lodge during the degrees. And actually, um, I, I know this is more done overseas, but I know there's actually, you can go on Apple iTunes, and there is actually a uh, an album of Masonic music. Oh, really? Mm hmm and uh, I will, I'll find it right now quick. You guys can fill in the blank while I'm uh, looking this up. Well, I mean, there's definitely like a few tunes that are very specific to Freemasonry, right? So I don't want to describe it too much because I don't want to like, you know. Well, I mean, there's the Plales hymn. But there's definitely one song that we always play, right? And it's during one particular degree. Are you talking the, um, the part of the Master Mason degree? Yes. Okay. I mean, you can talk about it. It's a right. song. So it's, it's okay. not. Well, it's called the funeral dirge, right? I don't yeah. remember that. I don't remember hearing that anywhere outside of Masonry. It's actually but called the Palaeo's Hymn. And I see that degree. It always sounds the same. Like the tune is always the same. So I don't know if it's universal, but it's pretty damn close. Well, and I know that we had, because um, we've done it during the farm degree. Um, which is a not only really cool, but we had some brothers from uh, Universal Lodge come do it, and they're a, a predominantly Haitian lodge, and they will do a lot of the songs, even parts of that one. They'll sing something in French. I'll try to mimic it and make it sound kind of like what they do. Um, but it actually, it just, it makes it 
much more somber. So this is actually, I found it. It's uh, I actually downloaded it to my phone, and it's called Masonic Ritual Music in Entered Apprentice Degree, English version, and it's done by, uh, that was English version. I think I might have slurred my word and said virgin. English version. I got to clarify, because next thing I know, there'll be Masonic virgins all over freaking Discord and me getting memes made up about me. Um, <laughs> no such thing. But uh, this the, is... Probably the, with the Bounty Hunter degrees? Yes, Bounty Hunter degrees. Thank you, Ken, for that. Uh, yeah. But this is actually done by uh, Ricky Boloneski. Boloneski? Where are you looking? Bolognese. Oh, okay. And uh, it's, it's like bologna with an S. It can be fine on Apple iTunes. And just to give you... Bologna. Just to give you guys, I'm going to do... Uh, Quick, real quick. A slowed down version of it, right? It's it like sounds, that's, yeah, it sounds kind of familiar. Well, there's other ones too, and there's <clears throat> so this particular. Um, Masonic I feel like I want to do a ritual. figure skating routine to that one. But this particular Masonic ritual music has, like, each one, I'll show you, Joe, so you can look at it. It actually has different uh, sections of music for each part of the opening, as huh. well as the degree. And it's pretty cool. Like, I think one of them is called uh, The Three Great Lights, and it's got a specific music set to each part. So rather than just having... <clears throat> In a world... Where in a world just witnessed the display of the three great lights. <laughs> I guess they're holding this note really long. In a world. Yeah, that's kind of cool. No, but you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's, no, absolutely. And uh, actually, uh, brother Mike Hambrecht just wrote the same thing. He put something up there, too. It's uh, Avant Gar... Gr- damn him with the freaking different languages. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm gonna have to download that. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and it's got. It different- sounds like something you'd hear in National Treasure too, playing in the background. No, yeah, like this one's called the Three Great Lights. Yeah. Robert Langdon running down the hall of. Yeah, it's I pretty like cool that. though. I like, actually know that. So that's why I was, I was thinking of Masonic music for this topic is because yes, we have as Ken said, we have the one song that um, that is for the. Uh, master Mason degree, I guess you could say, or a particular set of degrees. And it's actually a song that we call it the funeral dirge, but it's actually called the, and I'm terrible with words, but I think it's called the Palel's hymn. Palel's hymn. I'll fact check it for you. You can. Um, I know it is. I know it is. Yeah, but you're probably saying it all right. I'm probably saying, I'm butchering it. I guarantee you I butchered it. But, I think it's for for me. It, it enhances the Masonic experience. Experience, even if you did that on a regular meeting night, is to have you know music playing in the background. And how cool would it be to like stick like four wireless speakers in the corner and be able to play that and walk into your lodge? You just came off the street or just came out of dinner. Walk into lodge and you know you're all kind of in the beginning of getting all your your regalia on and putting yeah. your aprons on, and something like that is playing in the background. Yeah, it's Playles him. I Plails. believe you pronounced it correctly. It's P L E Y E L apostrophe S, mm-hmm. as in the possessive him. Right, but just think about like now, well, in the, each of your mother lodges, do you guys have speakers set up? No, like, do you happen to have a stereo set up. Mm-mm. 
And you know what the worst thing to do is in a particular part of a degree when you all have to do that one particular song and it just sounds like uh, it sounds like a garage band at you know the local bar at on a yeah. Wednesday night. <laughs> See we have we've done that Can't one carry a tune in a bucket, we'll just say. <laughs> and in those inside of Lodge and even at the the farm degree, we've done that one uh, how you say a cappella? Yes. Um, we've mm-hmm. done that. However, we do have an organist at Ashler Aspetuck Lodge number 142. Mm-hmm. And um, it really, it's one of those things that you kind of take for granted until he can't make it one night. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah. you, you definitely feel there's something missing. Shout out to uh, Worshipful, Worshipful Brother John Deere, who is the organist at Ashler Aspetuck Lodge number 142. Mm-hmm. It's also a. Uh, Recipient of the Pierpont Edwards Award in bronze and the Daniel Carter Beard Award. And personally, it doesn't have to be an organ for me. Like, it doesn't have to be no, an organ. No, it organist. doesn't have to be. I, my personal favorite thing to listen to is a bagpipe. And I know a bagpipe would be stupid loud to do inside of a lot. You've done it. It's been I done. I think we've done it once, yeah. yeah. And it's like insanely loud. But to have you know a phone or, or mm-hmm. something that connects to Bluetooth thing and play... Oh, yeah. Play something like in the background. Like one of my favorite songs that I thoroughly enjoy of a bagpipe is actually called Caledonia. Okay. I love that song. And and when we marched from the church up to where we are, um, that was what I asked. Uh, right, Brother right, right, Ray Collette. Mm-hmm. Did he come out? Yeah, he lo- he'll play his pipe for you wherever. There he used loves. to be a degree team in Connecticut called the Caledonian Degree Team. Oh, okay. I did not know that. But um, I was at a lodge. I'm trying to think. Um, Newington, Connecticut, Sequin Level Lodge has a nice sound system. It sounds a little bit song. like the uh, the beginning, of the Battle Scar- Star Galactica, doesn't it, Ken? A little bit, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so say we all. Sir? Yeah, I didn't want to say it because I'd look like too much of a nerd. But well, now there's two nerds in the freaking house. But here's um, <laughs> play. We reference Playles him. I just want to play that for us. I, it's on iTunes, so I'm not. Doing mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know this version, but brother, my camera. You guys probably couldn't carry a tune in a dump truck. No, <laughs> no. I sound like a herd of cats outside screaming for food. <laughs> cats like the musical? Like, memories no, are no, alone. Not, not, that, not that good. No, no. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Leeds Light Blues. Hey, they're watching. Uh, some lodges have bagpipes for Burns Night over in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, we've got I, a Robbie Burns Night somewhere around here. Don't uh, There's a lodge in Connecticut that does it every year. Not that I know. Um, yes, I, I've been invited to it oh, a I few believe. times, but I haven't... Uh, haven't been able to attend. Greg Schultz, 19 listeners. This thing's close to crashing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Schultz. So, uh, so Harmony, we've got, the reason I asked you guys that question is that Harmony, we've got like really nice speakers up on the wall. And it's because the, the uh, Valley of Waterbury Scottish Rite meets in our temple. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never actually used it. I don't know if uh, our sister lodge, Liberty Continental 76, has ever used that setup, but we certainly never have. 
and it's probably something that we should look into because we had an organist at one point, um, and for the last several years, the last two or three years or so, we haven't had an organist play during our degrees. So it might be something to look into to kind of add something back. I've always liked going into a lodge and having some sort of music playing. I mean, for instance, and yeah. not, not even for me, for, you know, whatever, just the, just the enjoyment of having music in the background. But I think about, like, the EA's first meeting. Mm-hmm. Or while he's, you know, during the circambulation. Like, I know um, I want to give a shout-out here to... Um, Oh boy, the guy who's the guy down in New Haven who does all the music. Oh God, uh, I don't know. It'll come to me later. But he he plays music, but he can do it in a lower tone where it's you can if there's talking during the it degree still be there, but it's not overpower. It's like, yes, and it, he does a fantastic job when we do. We're having trouble playing this video. Of course, Facebook crashed. But uh, Worshipful Brother Ken, you might be able to speak to Worshipful Brother John Deere, because while he plays the organ down at Ashler Aspetuck in Easton, he lives in the Naugatuck Waterbury area and is not that oh, really? far from you. Yeah. I'll so, see if he's interested. I mean, we've got a, a he, very small number of brothers in the Waterbury area that I know of that play uh, the organ. And two out of, well, yeah, two out of three of those are very very busy right now and just don't have the time to get out to lodge like there's a commitment involved in being an organist you have to practice and right well he knows them all takes some upkeep yeah i mean i uh, I can reach out to him that would be awesome uh, yeah i'll get you his contact off the air but um the only thing he may request is a ride yeah um he's older he's retired or the master over at my home lodge and yeah see if it's something he would enjoy i know he used to enjoy it when we had one i tell you one of the speaking of music and lodge and and the organist, and I know Brother Deer would be fine with it. I think he'd find it extremely funny, but I'm always afraid of offending somebody because I would. I've always wanted to go put tulips over on his organ, just as kind of a joke. <laughs> you know, there's the old joke: what's better than roses on your piano? Tulips on your organ. Right. Yep. And uh, I just don't know if everybody would find that as amusing as probably as not as you and he would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny though. Organ humor. Yeah. Which is actually kind of cool because, like, I can remember one time you were actually talking in Lodge and we were at refreshment, so it wasn't mm-hmm. a big deal. Right here in Morningstar. Mm-hmm. And you were giving a, a, a speech or something. I started humming in the background. I don't remember. I probably wasn't paying attention to you. No, you actually got pissed. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> well, you were trying to be serious and I kept interrupting you with stupid stuff. I don't remember. I don't do that often. Not during Lodge, right? No, we're oh, at refreshment. Okay, we're, at refresh. we're all gathered around your... Like, uh, I thought you were talking during Your lodge. secretary's no, 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 desk. No, no, no. We're all there. Like It was after uh, It was after stated. Right. Yeah, so, oh, that's right. I remember now. And that was just an informal conversation. Yeah. So well, you were trying to be serious, so I started whispering the battle... Or humming the battle hymn of the Republic behind you. And then when you realized that, you're like, really? I... Th- you're right. Yes. All right. I remember that now. It was right. a heated topic. I was just trying to bring some levity to the situation. Right. Um, so back on the music thing, though, I think it would be really, really cool to do music. And again, it doesn't have to be an organ. You know? No, because I know have to be. the big thing is that like everybody's like, oh, we we don't have an organist, so we don't play any music. Like you can use. We have modern technology. I mean. Christ, we're using it for meetings right now. What's the problem with hooking, you know, something like that that album you, that I put on 
Yeah, you could hook uh, your phone up to a Bluetooth speaker. Done. Yep. Right. Pretty easy. It's just lazy, like pamphlets. <laughs> you, and, you and pamphlets. You know, but I, I think for, for that entered apprentice or that fellow craft or whoever, you know, not so much for the, the guys who are already established in the lodge, but to actually do that and have them come to a lodge, like, wow, this is really cool. Like, I'm not saying you know bumping like war pigs or something over the you know like <laughs> but any type of uh i i would say music that is appropriate for a masonic lodge i think it's i think it's a good idea and it, you know it can add a little fun too i know there's a, a brother that was one time i think it was either steward or junior warden i know we're sitting in the south and uh we had somebody filling in for brother deer that night brother tim willis and we were we were at refreshment. It was in between, and I think he started to play a little "Smoke on the Water" uh-huh. on the organ. And I think he even went. Uh, God, I forget the other one off the top of my head. But "Smoke on the Water," you hear that? Right. And you're like, yeah. Oh, he did a little "Stairway to Heaven" too. No stairway. We had a brother. The last Zeppelin? organist that we had in yes. Lodge um, used to do a lot of those kinds of like in, you know funny little interludes. He did the Imperial March. He would do because he just knew like a you know he was one of those guys who <clears throat> you know could listen to something and then play it. Yeah, you know, so it was he one of had the... this like wealth of things that he could like regurgitate whenever he wanted to. And he did Star Wars music. He did uh, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, all kinds of stuff, but only when it was appropriate. I thought. So, there were some guys who weren't a big fan of it, but I liked it. Is the, is he the same brother that when you would walk in, you know, as the one of the candidates would walk into a particular part of the degree, he would start going, dun, 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 And you know what? I'll give you a hint. I'm not going to say, because I'm not going to drop the name, right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that would be in poor taste. But I will say he is one of the brothers who came to steal the trowel, the traveling trowel. Ah. Star. Yeah, that kind of sucks about the traveling so trial, though. One of my lodges taking a trial from another lodge, but still, it was one of those brothers. That's uh, the So I can tell you of an experience, though, where I thought they went a little too far with the music. And it, to me, it kind of took away from the degree, and it actually kind of uh-huh. pissed me off a little bit. Okay. Uh, I won't mention where it is. It, it was in Connecticut. But I was attending, um, fairly certain it was a fellow craft degree, because we went with somebody who wanted to see it. That uh-huh. we had just had somebody go through it in our lodge. It could have been an EA degree. Uh-huh. Um, but as they were conducting the candidates around the, the lodge, uh-huh. the guy started playing like monkey organ grinder kind of music, like circus music. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. It was worse than that. It was more like frolicky than that. And to me, it's like, really? Everybody it, started laughing. Some people did. Some people were really offended by it. It's like, really? You want to treat this guy like a yeah. dancing bear yeah. going around the lodge? Occasion. It's not supposed to be. Yeah. No, but it did sound a... like one of those. You know those... Um, sometimes you'll still see them at, car- at carnivals and the 4-H... Fe- not 4-H festivals, but some of the... Like the Goshen Fair. They pull up the things on a trailer, and it's like a, it plays like that pipe music. Yeah, like uh, a calliope. Kind exactly. Of thing. That's, yeah. that's exactly what the guy was playing as they were conducting the candidates around, and I yeah. really... Didn't think that that was appropriate. Brother Danny Collins, Joe, oh boy. pissed off by something? Surely not. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Brother Danny. <laughs> you spew your venom. I have nothing but love to spew on you. <laughs> oh. um, 
Is there music to announce the associate grand almoner in the lodge? Nope. Not that I can think of. I know there's a joke back behind this. But I'm sure there is. There isn't. There is um, our grand lodge officers. I believe that there is. There is music for uh, their reception. Correct. There is reception music. I mean, they play it at Grand Lodge uh, when we have our sessions. With yeah, them, I've right? never noticed. I've never paid attention that much to the actual tune itself. But I would, if there were music for the Associate Grand Grand Almoner, at least of District Three. It would absolutely be the theme from 2001 Space Odyssey, without a doubt. Like the Ric Flair entrance. Jennifer Wainwright, we play Benny Hill and Jeopardy music during elections while the girls move around the room to cast a ballot. (laughs) See, that's fun. Elections should be fun, though. That should be a joy. They should because occasion. Elections are... Elections are tense. Tense, especially up here. Only two good things ever came out of England. Benny Hill, Danny Collins. Three, Monty Python. Monty Python sucks. Search for Holy Grail? I hate Seriously? Python. I Your arm is off. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What's that? There's a flesh wound. A flesh wound. I'll take the young one over on, Monty pansy. Python any day of the week. Oh. Great accent, George. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good, right? That sounds like what a, sounds like a, a Leeds accent. That's like a Leeds accent. What is your favorite color? Blue. No. Yellow. No. Nobody. All right. No. Uh, because nobody likes Monty Python. It's overrated. Monty Python. Overrated. Just like Rush. Right. Take that. Uh, I know. We got uh, a lot of jokesters on here. Chris Martinelli, I think, past master should be introduced. The Enter Sandman intro. <laughs> Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. <laughs> Uh, Lee Musaw, uh, Muskoff, Joe, you're dead to me. <laughs> Why? Because Monty Python sucks? Okay. That's fine. Benny Hill is a genius. He should have been knighted had he, if he hasn't been. Um, yeah, like, whatever. No on Monty Python. Big thumbs down. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, Denny Collins agreed on Monty Python. You agree with me or Joe? But let's get back into uh, Masonic Lodge. Young music. ones greater than Monty Python. I'll leave it there. And Mel Brooks beats them all. Um, yes, he does. There's nothing. Nothing beats a Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> nope. They can't even show him on TV anymore. My favorite Mel Brooks movie was uh, History of the World Part Two. I'm a Blazing Saddles guy, but I do. But he dresses his Moses and goes to the top and yeah. goes, "Behold, I give you these fifteen, <laughs> ten, these ten, ten commandments." Well, that's also uh, History of the World. Was also where, hey, Josephus. Yes, that's where that yep, came yep. from too. That was hey, cool. was uh, Princess Bride? Was that Mel Brooks too? Um, no, that was Rob Reiner, I believe. Oh, okay. he did do Robin Hood Men in Tights, which had which had the same guy from that played the Dread Pirate Robert. So that's where yep. I think you're going, Men in yep. Tights. Got it. Oh, Paul Nuttall. Hello here from here, Ford, Texas, brothers. Hey, pleasure to have you. Thanks for for tuning in to us. Hooligans. We're talking about Masonic music, but much like other stuff that we uh, do, it gets derailed pr- quite quickly. Now we're talking about Monty Python and Mel Brooks. Yeah, well, well, one is good and one is not so good. Do you guys ever notice that there's a pretty big emphasis, at least in our Grand Lodge, on music during the proceedings? I have noticed that. Um, I, I, that is, yes, I have noticed that. Um, and I believe uh, right work for Brother Carl Anderson is the grand organist, right? On top of being the grand almoner. I believe so, yes. I believe he's the grand so, organist yeah. as well. And, and it doesn't necessarily have to be an organ. And again, I'm 
uh, whatever. If it's an organ, it's all right, whatever. But any type of music. But I'm not a big fan of the organ itself because I don't think it should sound like we're walking into church. So that's why I'm a bigger on yeah. the bagpipes or uh, something along those lines. Um, even a fife. Ken's got it. Ken, you've got, you can steal your kid's recorder and come in, right? Yeah, I can totally do that. <laughs> uh, I've got two of them in the house now. There you go. They can deal with one loss, trust me. No, but I, I, I don't, you know, I'm not taking nothing away from religion, but I mean, I, I really, I, I don't like the organ. I don't think a Masonic Lodge should have music that sounds like church things. I think they should have their own flavor. It's one thing I liked about this this little album that I had found on Apple iTunes is because it's 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 gotten like that that organ type music, but it's different. It's like enlightening music, as best mm-hmm. way I can explain it. It doesn't sound like you know you know like the, you know like the the freaking organ at church. Or, right, right. So I really like it. There, oh boy. I don't even know if I can read it. Ryan Carp, hey, can't watch long, but hello, brothers. Hey, brother Ryan, thank you again for uh, sending us what you sent us. Uh, we talked about it earlier, and uh, you'll hear it on Apple when it all comes out. I feel like the Halloween theme should be played in a lot during the EA degree. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what would be cool, though, is to do something in the Chamber of Reflection. I know Chamber of Reflection is supposed to be silent, solitude, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but to do like some low, like... Tibetan hum or, yeah. you know, Gregorian hum or something, that would, I think, enhance it even more. Well, I also think that, and I'm just thinking through this as we're, we're going through in certain points of a degree um, where music would certainly be appropriate, but even from a standpoint of, and I'll just say, when one of your senses is blocked, perhaps using one of your other senses... Because there are three senses most revered by Masons, Mm -hmm. seeing, hearing, and feeling. Mm -hmm. Well, one of those senses is blocked for a good portion of your degree. Mm -hmm. So using music to give that experience Mm -hmm. um, through that sense, you know, uh, would be a a good enhancement to the uh, degree. That's a good point. I never really thought about it from the candidate's perspective. Neither did I till just now, yeah. Good, good point. Stuart Scroggins, we don't use music here in Arkansas. I haven't heard it used in the 12 years I've been Master Mason. Yeah. Um, I, I could go so many directions, but I'm just going to say love you, brothers, in Arkansas. I'll tell you off air because we'll get hate mail. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean... Is it? I guess my question would be: Is that something that you're not allowed to use, or it's just not used? Like it's kind of like, meh, whatever. You know, I know here in Connecticut, I know that they, they, it's not that they push for it, but it is. It does enhance a lodge, I believe. It makes it better, yeah. I guess. And he just uh, corrected. He said he stands corrected. Scottish Rite in Arkansas uses music, but not the Blue Lodge. Ah, uh, yeah, the Blue Lodge. Like, yeah, I, I personally. I'm curious as to how far back it goes. Like, did, was that a tradition in England, right? Like when the the United Grand Lodge of England was formed, or was this something that was an innovation that we started doing here in America? I don't know, I don't know the answer to that. When I hear it, uh, and, and when I envision it and being played in like 
an old school Grand Lodge of England type uh, degree. I'm I'm thinking more like harpsichord, like you would see in. Uh, yeah. No, I know uh, they use it for their big. They use music for their big festival ceremony things that they got going, where they're all in that freaking stadium and stuff, where you see them. You know, Castle they, Donington, whatever the hell it is. Uh-huh. I've seen. No, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm curious yeah. about the Providence, like where it came from, like when it started. Music? Have, have we always used music? And I doubt it. Degrees? Do you see uh, Sam Adams, Paul Revere sitting down at the Green Dragon Tavern listening to music during their lodge? They might have had their little skiddly diddly d thing going. I don't think so. <laughs> what? They could have. Um, but they, you know, but they could they could have had a different instrument. I could hear like a, <clears throat> a violin. I could hear a violin being done. Or what did they use back in the day? Uh, it wasn't a violin. What's the other thing, though? Viola. That's a banjo. It's not a banjo. But, I, but what you, what you, the noise you're I making know. is I'm a banjo. I'm trying to think. There was something else. But it sounds was... like a harpsichord. I know what you're talking about. It has I'm like that, a fiddle. that tinny. Are you talking the one that has like the tin sound? Yes, you'd yes, pick yes. At it? Uh-huh. Yeah, I yep. know. I don't know. Somebody will, uh, more of, one of our more uh, refined brothers will know exactly what we're talking about. Greg Schultz is the organist and officer. Um, he is an appointed he officer an appointed in National Rasputuck. He's mm-hmm. got his own jewel and his own apron. That's if you. That's if you have one. If you have one, yeah. Loot, Rocco. It says loot. Is it called a loot? I Peter, don't know. Peter. Uh, yeah, Rocco said it, and actually Peter Daigle said hand accordion. No, an accordion is like yeah. the hand. No, the hand one is like this. Right, like a squeeze box. Like a squeeze box, right? Um, I. I Oh, okay. So, uh, lute is like a guitar, I guess. Like I'm a, trying to think of what like what they played in like the old play. taverns in like the colonial right. times. You know, I could see England with the the violins and the and all that stuff over in England right. because that, no, I know that exactly. The, I know the sound right, right, right. that you're referring to. I can't think of it, but it, it sounds a little bit like the harpsichord that Lurch would play in the Adams family. But right. it was one that you would actually right sit on your lap and and pluck uh-huh. at it, almost uh-huh. like a harp but, mandolin. That's, like a that's a guitar. Yeah. You think that's a lute, Ken? I think that might be a okay. lute, yeah. Douglas A. What that gives it like that renaissance. You would see somebody at a renaissance fair possibly playing like that yeah. sound. Douglas A. Turner finally caught you guys live. And he is from... As soon as I can get back to it because it... William H. Hoover, number Jeff. 770, North Canton, Ohio. Pleasure. Thank you for nice. joining in. Thank you for, for Thank you, watching. Douglas. So I'm going off of uh, Wikipedia here, but it says music, especially composed for Masonic rituals, began to be published in the 18th century. It's a loop. That's what uh, Danny Collins said. It's a loop. Yeah, something along those lines. But anyway, I, I so I can't really see organs being used during... Um, you see my organ. Or, I knew that was coming. I can't see uh, pipe organs or anything being used in, like, you know, the Green Dragon... You know, St. Andrew's Lodge number right. two, above the Green Dragon Tavern. I mean... But I can see them using a lute. Well, like, I, I mean, I, there, I don't were, know what, there were proper Masonic temples in England before Freemasonry started in America. And that's what I'm no saying. Reason, I could see... They have organs. Right. I, I think it being used over in England would be pre- more predominant than here during colonial America. So that's probably why it somewhat fizzled out over here in the United States. But... Some lodges do use it, because don't forget, uh, some lodges, such as the one down in New Haven, was chartered by England. So mm-hmm. b- maybe certain lodges carried it, and then it kind of, you know, because some lodges use it, some don't. So I just find it interesting that um, some lodges, I, again, I can't picture, like, again, 
And I, I'm not, I don't know what the inside of the Green Dragon Tavern looked like or what the lodge room was above that. And I'm just using it as an example, but, or even Tun Tavern or any of the old colonial yeah. Masonic lodges. But I just imagine like, uh, like floors like our wall. <laughs> Like like all rustic and colonial and hardwood stuff. I'm not picturing you know downstairs at a bar where it's all rustic and you know colonial like, and then you go upstairs and it's just this giant amazing lodge room. I'm picturing it probably had the same uh, type of decor or whatever. Again, look at George Washington's chair. That was his. Ma- <clears throat> uh, where is that at the uh, Washington Masonic Memorial? Joe? Yeah, I have not, yeah, they weren't I have not made the trip to Mecca point. yet. Right, but there wasn't no big fancy chair. It was just a friggin' chair. There was nothing special about it, but it was Washington's master chair. So, um, And I may be thinking of an auto harp in my mind, but I'll check that out later. We're auto all chartered harp. by the never UGLE. Heard of that. that is wrong. <laughs> Google it. We are not part of UGLE. We are not part of what? We're not. Danny Collins, you're all chartered by the UGLE. No, we're not. Oh, not, not really. No, not at all. You, you want to know no why? Attack. Join or die. The no. flag behind us. That's why. That's okay. I mean, I love Danny Collins. I, I do. He's a lot of fun. Good he brother. He's a lot of fun. He just needs to pick a side. <laughs> I think the other instrument y'all are thinking is the clavichord. That could be. Uh, clavichord, yep. Uh, I, mean, I think somebody else wrote that as well. So if I missed it, then I apologize again. I'm watching the the comments feed flying past. So, uh, clavichord looks kind of like a piano, though. So we got some brothers that are oh, actually on the live feed uh, who are getting their uh, brother Paul and uh, Danny saying if he ever comes back to here for Texas, he's going to go exterminate some hogs on his 750-acre ranch. Whoa! That is a freaking lot of property. That's cool. What does that have to do with music and Freemason? Oh, nothing. I'm reading the lodge. I'm reading oh. the, the live feed here. Oh, gotcha. So, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Ken, if you were to pick something that you would want as an instrument to be playing music in lodge, what would you choose? Like, what would be um, your... Just because I'm kind of spoiled by uh, the first few years of my Masonic experience having one, I would say an organist. Organist. Like it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm just used to to hearing that music in Lodge. Yeah. And are um, you... when I think music in Lodge, that's the first thing that pops into my head. I couldn't see like somebody playing electric guitar or piano or anything like that. Like the only thing I can think of in a Masonic Lodge that's appropriate is is uh, the organ. But I'm sure. It's just my opinion. I'm sure others may have uh, different feelings on that. Um, now, are you are you okay with like uh, modern technology being used in replacement of an organist? Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, if it's like orchestral or like symphonic music or something like that mm-hmm. over a loudspeaker, totally cool. Yeah, as long totally. as again, and the like reason, you said earlier, as long as it's appropriate. The reason why I ask is because. No, we've talked about it. The whole reason why we started the podcast, Masonic membership dwindling. Some lodges can't fill officers' chairs. So could you potentially take that organist out of, you know, get rid of it out of the lodge, use modern technology, and this way you uh, eliminate that officer's position, so to speak? You could, but if you have a brother that's really passionate about it and that's kind of his thing, okay, let him let him bring himself to lodge and... You know, to share that with the brothers. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm seriously considering in lieu of having like an active organist in the lodge right now and having one appointed um, using those speakers, using the sound system and doing exactly what you said. Hmm. Um, I don't know why we kind of let it die off after we didn't have an organist in the lodge. Yeah. Joe, weird to me. what are you feeling? What kind of, what instrument and would you, are you okay with modern technology being used in I'm, replacement of? I'm okay with modern technology used in replacement of if you don't have somebody to, to fill that spot. I think if you have somebody that's able and willing to bring music to the lodge, whether it be via an organ, it could be an acoustic guitar, it could be a lute, it could be any of these things. Uh, I'd be okay with it. I agree with Virtual Brother Ken where I don't think I'd be thrilled about um, you know, an electric guitar being played in live. It just seems kind of, I don't know, seems kind of like 1988-ish. Non-traditional. Uh, yeah, with your acid-washed Masonic apron and Z Cavaricis <laughs> on. Um, but I, I think any type of music, whether it be live music or through uh, modern technology absolutely i think it just enhances the in spirit at the experience i uh my, my again i wouldn't i don't care about the organ being used i i would prefer modern technology because especially and the reason why i'm saying modern technology and do away with the organist altogether is because we have an organ in the other room and it takes up a lot of space yeah and our lodges or our room isn't that big like, we're relatively one of the smaller lodge rooms. Well, we pack it, but it's a small room. Would, right. Would you agree? Right. Yep. So getting rid of that giant freaking organ that we have over there, you can add more chairs, yeah. add more seats. And and you can get, room, if you want an organist, you can go get a Casio keyboard, a decent mm -hmm. one, where it takes up a lot less space, and you can get an equivalent sound these days. All right. And, and honestly... It, it, we're not the ones who use that organ. It's actually Eastern Star and Amaranth. But if it meant sacrificing that thing to put more chairs and more masons in their seats to come to lodge, that'd be a hell of a problem to have. Huh? Gone. Yeah. That'd be a great problem to have. What? You're running out of space, so you gotta you gotta make you gotta put some, more seats in. Some nights we do. No, I know, but that's <laughs> you know if it happened consistently, that'd be a great thing. I'm not, I'm not a whatever. I would much rather put speakers in the corner yeah, and you know, opposed to it. and and use modern technology such as the album that I you know the songs out of the album that I just played a little while ago on the first recording of the thing before it crashed. So if you do that and you get the music going, can I sing the middle chamber? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> that boy can make a song out of anything. I can. I really can. I think you'd be. Uh, I think you'd be. Out of uh, liquid about halfway through. That's a lot of words for you That's to okay. sing. I can sing all night long. <laughs> I'll do it to, like, to the tune of, uh, I don't know, one of the songs from Greece. You're the one that I want or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So um, I would much rather, if they were going to have something live, I would rather it be a bagpipe. Um, yeah, I could get behind that. I, I, I'm a f I love bagpipes. I'm, I'm not opposed to that either. I think it's really cool. The only problem is with a bagpipe, it's loud. See, but let's say in um, set up in Ashlar Aspatuck, if you knew and you could have a way to cue somebody, uh -huh. you could have them play downstairs in the dining hall, uh -huh. and you'd hear it um, upstairs. Or you have them go behind the east, where we have the, the storage stuff behind the east, and play back there. That'll 
dampen it a little bit. Brother Rocco, no, I'm attached to that organ. So are a couple other brothers. Good. Then you guys can take it to your freaking house because nobody knows. Everybody, oh, I'm attached to the organ. How are you and attached? Nobody knows to, how to play it. I think he's confusing what organ he's <clears throat> attached to. Nice. <laughs> Nicely done. Attached to it. Does he play the organ? I, I don't know, but everybody wants to keep the freaking organ. I'd throw yeah, it out the freaking window if it were up to me. I, they I, don't know how to play. I'll even take a little Kenny G freaking saxophone. Oh, a little Kenny G. It'd be like watching the Weather Channel. <laughs> flute? Any type of... The magic flute. A recorder? Or not a recorder. Uh, what's it called? Um, Clarinet. Flute? Clarinet oh, clarinet. perfect. Yeah. Oh, clarinet. It's nice and nice and quiet. It's not super loud. Oh, clarinets can get pretty loud. And I say the magic flute. People think I'm going to be making like some kind of joke about the magic flute. But that no, was, no, that was a... written that opera or mm-hmm. play or music, whatever. That was written by brother Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, and it has quite a bit of Masonic symbolism embedded in it. Right. Yep. So what do you think? I think we knocked this one out of the park? I don't know if we knocked it out of the park, but the game's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We called, called due to uh, rain. So Take my ball and go home. No, it was snow this morning. Snow. One other snow thing. I didn't see it. It was. Snow, snow on May 9th. Yeah, I know, right? So, one last question for you brothers. And I'll toss it around the table. And Kenny, you go first. What do we think about... The square aprons as opposed to rounded. Wow. Okay. It's a little off the topic, but square versus rounded. Mm-hmm. I am ambivalent. I have no particular preference one way or the other. Now, does our uh, Grand Lodge, uh, real quick, sorry, Ken, does our Grand yeah. Lodge uh, make, you have to wear that type of apron? Like, you, it has no, to be square. Most right? worshipful brother Mel, when he came on the show, he, he has showed a rounded us his one, right? painted apron, and it was a rounded style apron. I mean, there's no. I don't remember there ever being anything in rules and regs, or right. I mean, there might be lodge traditions surrounding it or something. But I mean, theoretically, you can if you get a past master's apron or something, you can have it in whatever style you want. Mm. Um, I prefer the square one just from an aesthetic sensibility, but right. um, I wouldn't want to have to be in a position where I would mandate one way or the other. I think brothers should be able to do whatever they want. The rounded style is a much more traditional style. I like the rounded style. Yeah, I like them both. I think your apron, especially if it's a past master's apron, should be a reflection of you and should be personalized to your taste. So Good point. I would say, hey, whatever floats your boat. If if you really like the rounded style, maybe you're a big fan of George Washington, or you're uh-huh. you just like that throwback look to it. Uh-huh. God bless you. If you if you like the square and you want to do something uh-huh. different that just personifies your your experience in in freemasonry whether it be in the the style or the uh symbols and and uh whichever else you want to put on the apron itself all power to you let it let it tell your story well there are uh, there's been grandmasters in the past who've gotten pissed off if an appendant body really if you wear a apron of an appendant body to a blue lodge yes i could see i could see yeah, that. so my question is to me, we're, we're talking about the rounded apron, squared apron. Right. See how I'm kind of railroading all this here? What is the difference what apron you wear as long as you wear an apron? 
Why can't you wear a chapter into a blue lodge? Why can't you wear a council apron into a blue lodge? Well, I can kind of see that because it's representative of another body. But you're still a mason. Yeah, I mean, unless you're being welcomed into Grand Lodge as a representative of that body and welcomed, you know, obviously, commandery when those brothers show up to Grand Lodge, they're inter- you know, introduced as members of commandery and they're in full uniform. Right? That's different. To walk into Blue Lodge and to be wearing your commandery apron or your chapter apron, I think, is... Well, commandery does not... They, they're not allowed to wear aprons anymore, so my... Right, but, yeah, back when they were. You, mm-hmm. you, know, you know which one I'm talking about that somebody right. got, you know, really mm-hmm. angry about and yes. changed the policy. Uh-huh. But, you know, but to have, like, a Royal Arch Mason-style um, apron on or something, I like, I don't... It's just... It's... Is that your that dog? Okay. That's Sorry. the cat. Oh, okay. My, my son walked in and gave me this. Oh, God, it's clawing me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's really got me, Riley. There you go. So the cat. She was really the, freaking out. She didn't want to be on camera. Ken's uh, brand new cat just uh, lit him up. It was pretty funny to watch. Out of me. But you know what? I did, um, I did do a proper dental exam on her, and you guys will be happy to know that she has no feline Ginger gum man. diseases of any sort. Excellent. That's awesome. I'm glad you did that. Very cool. We can all sleep better now. Yep. I don't have to worry about getting sick when I have cat Chinese gingivitis. <laughs> oh. No cat gingivitis. Not in this household, god damn it. <laughs> all right, time to wrap it up yep, on that one. Time to wrap it up. Yeah, sorry we get about P- that. No, sorry. not you. It's his comment sorry, that he made that you did not uh, <laughs> that you did not hear. And we don't well, need PETA on us. So um I think it's been a pretty good one. This is a little mystery, but I like the Masonic music. I'm a fan of it, so it's pretty cool. It's like Scooby-Doo, but better. Next episode, what are we talking about? Hell if I know. Do we have any guests lined up? Bathroom humor? <laughs> no. All right. Uh, we'll announce it. We'll uh, announce it. I, gotta, I don't have the calendar in front of me. I don't know if Raph has somebody booked for us. Probably. Oh, no. He probably got somebody booked and then just won't tell us the time. Right. Like we had a guess off freaking day today. So, all right. Let's shut it down. For the Freemasons podcast, I am right Worship Brother George Marjorie signing off. Worship Brother Joe signing off. And Worship Brother Ken signing off. Have a good night, everyone.